the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. I've never heard of this. So uh, Lauren is going to enlighten me. Probably enlighten a lot of people. Oh, you've heard of it. A pillow chop? Uh, It's the karate chop of your throw pillows. You've seen me do this, right? Like the big pillows on the couch. When I'm fluffing the couch, I do the hi-ya! Oh, hi-ya! yes, I have. I mean, I normally don't go hi-ya, but I'm but doing you it do, now for dramatic effect. You just did that motion. Yeah. You do that I pretty chop. violent of a motion on a like throw this. pillow. Where do you, where do you, you chop? That? Yeah, yeah, try it again. Whoa, ow. 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 Yeah, hurt. you're going to hurt yourself. Actually, really hurt. <laughs> Why'd you do it with your ring finger? I mean, my gosh. Well, I didn't gonna... do it on the ring. I did it like to the side of the ring. Either so way. So what, what is the, uh, what's the pillow chop? So the pillow chop, uh, a lot of women, I think, do this. It's become a trend. It's become a style for the last few years. And that is pillows, throw pillows on your bed, throw pillows on the couch, the chair, you know, the fancy little pillows. How many throw pillows do we have on our bed? Like 17. I'm not joking you when I say 17. I think it's something like that. It's insane. (laughs) And uh, the the pillows, what you do when you fluff them is you kind of like... You know, fluff like you would. You kind of pat them we down. Should have, do we have a pillow we can grab around here <sighs> somewhere? I brought one. No, I don't, I don't. Do you think anybody has a pillow? No, I don't think. I don't think anybody has a pillow. <laughs> if anybody has a pillow br- here, they probably sit on it, and I yeah, don't want oh the pillow. Yeah, gosh, yeah, you don't want that at all. Like a little, little soft cushion on <laughs> yeah. their seat. So you fluff it a little bit, and then the final thing, the final touch, is you give it a hi-ya karate chop. chop, and then it creates like this V shape on the top of the pillow, and it's a, it's all style. Okay, so the top of the pillow needs to have a dent in it, basically, I mean, like a V. that's been kind of the style. Okay. And and that's what I've been doing for a while. And that's okay. because Chip and Joanna Gaines did it or someone sure. on HGTV, whatever. Okay. Someone did it at some point, and yeah. it looks good. So I was uh, on, I think it was TikTok the other day, maybe it was Instagram, and I saw somebody do a video, and they said, and they explained that the karate chop is out. Oh, no. Apparently, oh, no. Oh, the no. pillow chop isn't cool anymore, people, and it's devastated me because that's yeah, my how thing. How are you feeling? Oh, my gosh. That sucks. Wow. I feel a little sad this morning. I mean, I'm still in shock because I thought that this was the thing to do. This was like the fancy schmancy, I don't know, thing that people do. I imagine their pillows. you kind of feel the same way when they um, when they got rid of the bump in the hair. You remember when, when women all around had the little bump right in the front of their hair? Yep. I I did the bump, and I also had the bump it. You had the bump it. You had the the, the plastic cone you would stick in your Uh hair to make sure it sticks up like Mount Everest. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. So what do you, and you what, tease did they, your hair and everything? Did they give a reason of why the karate shop is out for throw pillows no, and what the replacement is? I think it's just the same dumb thing about how now maybe it's not maybe this isn't a Gen Zer thing, but you know you hear about Gen Z says skinny jeans are out, the the middle part is in, the side yeah. part is out. The latest, by the way. They say blonde hair is out. <laughs> Just an entire thing? <laughs> That's like Gen Z's hair color? G- Gen Z says blonde hair you you is no longer that. cool. And I'm like, well, what about people with blonde hair? That's stupid. Next, tall people. Just <laughs> cut them down shorter. No one likes anybody that's tall. <laughs> Tall people are so lame. You need to be under 5'10". Like please. things you obviously can't control. It's like, so oh, okay. So blondes are out. Just done. Uh, apparently. These that's poor the blondes, latest. 10 years from now, I'll be like, oh, man, you remember those Gen Z years <laughs> and everyone hated us because we were blonde? So you can't be blonde. You can't have a side part. You, you can't wear skinny eyebrows. jeans. And you can't do the pillow, yeah. pillow karate chap. Uh, th- this is what I love. Maybe maybe it's something with like violence. Maybe it's unwanted violence. We're trying to get more peace in oh the world. Oh, my gosh. And it's something like, you know what? That's rude. No, that's sometimes rude I need pillows. violence in my life on a pillow because that's a stress reliever. Well, Haven't you ever screamed into a pillow? 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like a daily thing after the show. Yeah, I just <laughs> scream into it. Well, the one thing I will say that I still don't understand is when we go to bed at night, Lauren will make the couch and you'll chop all the pillows and get them all ready to go. Yeah. And then you will say, you cannot sit here. Oh, yeah. Don't sit on the couch. But because- the next day I can because it's mean, broken in earlier. I, I guess. But once I fluff it, so our couch, it's a sectional, but it's a... It's not a leather couch, right? It's the all the cushions yeah. can be removed. Yeah. And when you sit on the couch and lay on it, the cushions get like sink in and it just become it looks messy. And so I, I fluff the cushions, I fluff the back end pillow cushions, and then I fluff the actual pillows. And so at that point, nobody's allowed to sit on the couch because it looks perfect. So I'm sorry. Do you chop your pillows? I think that's what we want to find out. We want to find out if people are chopping their pillows. You would, uh, how many, like on average, what would you say percentage of people chop their uh, throw pillows? Gosh, I would say probably seventy five percent. Wow. Unless, okay. All right. Unless I just think it's really popular and it's okay. not, but apparently it's out. I'm going to keep doing it. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Well, I'll get to why a hospital worker stole from a patient. But first, did you hear about the uh, iconic Staples Center? They're changing their name to... I did. Uh, Crypto.com uh, yeah, or whatever. Crypto.com. Man, crypto's taking over the world. Yeah, They're taking over of, Staples Center. A lot of people upset about it. I mean, when I was a kid, I was a big Laker fan. Mm-hmm. Not as much anymore. I'm just not a huge NBA fan anymore. But when I was a kid, I loved the Lakers. And I remember we went to Disneyland and I like convinced my parents to drive by the Staples Center. Oh, That's yeah, it. I, mean, I just wanted to drive by it. It's iconic. Shout out Staples. They've been doing it a long time. Uh, like, it is uh, who weird. Who even shops at Staples? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe yeah, they're like, Staples is like, we're running out of money. That's LA. the last relevant thing we were doing. We can't <laughs> afford it. We're freaking Staples and it's 2021. I really want to know how much crypto.com paid. Uh, I haven't 700 found million. It. Seven hundred million dollars. Yeah. Oh so if you don't think I mean, crypt- it's twenty years, but yeah. Holy crap. But if you don't think crypto is a real thing, they spent seven hundred million dollars on it, and they probably paid for it in crypto. Probably. Yeah. Million. It's funny because people are very emotional about it, and it is like, yeah. It's not like it was called like Lakers Forum, and then it now has a company name. It was called Staples Center. So yeah, it's, it's like we all have this attachment to Staples. And again, when was the last time you walked into a Staples? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, years. Right? Years. You walk into a Staples. In fact, I think if you walk into a Staples right now, employees go, hi. Yeah, and they put oh, their pants oh, back on. What do I yeah, do? yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> no, last time I went to a Staples, I think it was to like make mass copies of something. Yeah, a few years ago. Still in the, yeah. They got the copy biz locked down. They really do. Right. What's uh, more popular, Staples or Office Depot? Or Office uh, Max? Oh my gosh! No, Office Max. There's no way. There's no way all three of them are still thriving and surviving <laughs> right now. Uh, I would say I see more Office Depots. I feel like. Yeah, I think you're right. But I like Staples more. I definitely, I'm more, I'm more Team Staples. It's, you're a Lakers fan, former yeah. Lakers fan, I guess. When you were a kid, there's a hospital worker that uh, was taking care of a patient. Patient passes away. 17 minutes later, this hospital worker is using. The deceased patient's debit card at the vending machine to get some snacks. Oh. <laughs> Savage. That's like a Snickers they're commercial. Not, they're not gonna use it. You're not you and you're hungry. <laughs> like that's what that is. That's the new Snickers commercial. Judy, <laughs> did you just steal that dead man's debit card? You know you're hungry or whatever the tagline is. Oh, I mean, obviously very sad. This person passes away, but I'm dying just thinking about this well, uh, this hospital worker that takes the card. Let me tell you, the hospital needs to step up their break room game if you've got nurses willing to or, steal. Or pay your nurses more. Or pay Maybe your that. nurses more that they're not like, man, I could go for 
roasted peanuts right now. Well, you know what? Patient number 172 just passed away. He's got a debit card on him, I'm sure. Uh, Psychologists are sharing what makes the perfect hug. Now, this is great because you did kind of a hug experiment uh, it was like two years ago. We're going to have to find the video and share it. It was March 2020. I started coronavirus. It was bad. <laughs> it was right before it was. coronavirus. And I was right hugging as, everyone. Right as we were learning about what COVID was. Brian, one of our coworkers, our traffic guy, he kissed me on the cheek. March 2020. <laughs> you went around and you were giving just like random spontaneous hugs to people. Very, very awkward. But psychologists are saying that a longer hug between five and ten seconds also attributes to a perfect hug and delivers more positive impact than short hugs. Then they also said the arm positioning is important. Whether crisscrossed around the waist or over the shoulder, it doesn't matter. But as long as you have a good embrace for five to 10 seconds on your uh, arm placement. Yeah, I am team. When I give a hug, I am definitely team arms over the shoulders, not under the, un, like by the waist. Yeah. I, I, I in fact, if by I the hug. waist feels like yeah. too much. Now the problem is someone has to when you when you hug somebody, someone's got to go high, someone's got to go low. But I always aim high. When I hug someone that I'm like acquaintances with or a coworker, I'm never going to wrap my arms around their neck. That just feels too romantic. Oh gosh, yeah. Like that type of a hug, like could you imagine if uh Peabody comes in here uh, our promotions director and I no. go to give him a hug and I put my arms around his neck? That's just too much, right? Yeah, slow dance at that point. I'll just turn on a song, we'll dim the lights, and you guys can have a little junior prom or something. So uh, Taylor Swift's been uh, obviously trending a lot lately because she re-recorded her Red album. So the song All Too Well, we've talked about it, everybody's been talking about it. She's now recorded a third version. So she has the original version. Maybe this is a fourth, actually. So she has the original one she recorded in 2012. This is a money grab. I'm sorry. I'm the only one saying it. No one else will say it. Taylor Swift is doing a money grab right now. She is. Then she re-recorded that as normal. Then she did the 10-minute version. A 10-minute version? Then she just released, I think just yesterday or the day before, another version of All Too Well, the Sad Girl Autumn version. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm the only one that's sitting there saying... Well, Taylor Swift's the one laughing to the bank because she's just doing her her old songs again and everyone's buying them. Insane. I love it. Uh, two American tourists were in Rome and they decided they wanted to bust into the Coliseum just to share a beer in the Coliseum. Obviously, Shit. they got busted, but they went. They wanted to drink some beers. I mean, it's one of those probably if you let one person in, then you're going to have to let everyone in. But, I mean, what a better way to have a beer than at the Roman Coliseum. Find $900 worth yeah, it? Huh? Yeah, I think. Oh, 900 bucks. Yeah. yeah, that's worth it. And those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is Joey and Lauren. It's time for make up or break up. We do this every single day. Uh, Brandon is trying to go on a second date with Maddie. He's on the phone with us now. He thought it was good. He said she kind of takes control of things, and they went to a winery. Sorry, let me say that again. They went to a winery. Very pinkies out. Yeah, this is very fancy-pantsy. So they did wine tasting. He thought it was a great time, and he has not heard back from Maddie. So hello, Brandon. Welcome to Makeup or Breakup. How are you, man? Good, good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. well. So uh, tell us about Maddie. I mean, you put in your message, you go on a lot of dates, and you felt Maddie was, I can't remember if you said special or different, because those kind of have different meanings. But you obviously, you, you thought a lot of Maddie. Yeah, yeah. She she was great. The date was great. You know, we we met online like you do anymore and, and talked a little bit. And she actually, she's the one who came up with the date idea. She was like, we should go to this winery. Let's go. I, I thought that was 
pretty cool that she kind of like took charge, you know, and like knew what she wanted. <laughs> Some of the girls I dated in the past can't get them to tell you what restaurant you want. You yeah, know? I got it. Okay. So <laughs> we go, and um, I, I got to admit, I, I'm not really much of a wine drinker, but she knew what she was talking about. She she showed me a bunch of different uh, like styles of wine and all the different like flavors and years and the whole like processes and stuff and. Yeah, you know, we talked through it. It was it was a it was a great time, uh, and yeah, I wanted to see her again. So I I called her twice and uh, never heard back from her. Okay. Okay. So you call her twice. Uh, and let me take this back to the winery. Uh, so she's big into wine. You're not really. Do you think this is some weird like checking of the box or test? Like she kind of sees how you yeah, are. Yeah, I was wondering that. If you're not into it like she is that's kind of a deal breaker for her i mean that would be kind of weird i feel like that'd be kind of a long stretch for someone to not go out again but i don't know well i mean i don't know am i supposed to be an expert on everything i mean i i, I was <laughs> definitely interested in in learning you know and and uh i had i had a great time got it so you weren't sipping there going mm, this tastes grapey <laughs> yummy yeah this is good but <laughs> even if you did yeah. that shouldn't be something no. that would deter a relationship but you never know sometimes people could be i'm not calling her a snob wine snobs i'm just saying people can be snobby sometimes and when listen, it comes to stuff like this brandon you can just be honest with us was this person one of those wine people that's like is spitting it out you swishing it in their mouth is wanting to pair it with every sing- single type of cheese <laughs> i mean she she was pairing it and she was okay. you know she was showing me how to like test it beforehand and mm-hmm. stuff i don't know i thought it was I thought it was cool, and she she didn't seem like a snob though. She Got it. she yeah. seemed eager to uh, to educate. Well, and obviously um, you really like her, right? And that's why you're trying to go out again. So it's not like you're going to come on here and be like, "Ah, oh, she was the worst." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But call her anyway, right? Yeah, no, I, you you hit the nail on the head earlier. You said uh, special. I I definitely thought she was special. All right, well, so sweet. Uh, we are going to try to get a hold of Maddie. So Brandon, here's what we're going to do: we're going to play a song. We're going to come back. We're going to call Maddie. You stay on the line. We'll get her side of everything. What did she think of the wine date? She has not called you back. All that stuff, all right? All right. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right. It is makeup or breakup. We just talked to Brandon. He went out with Maddie, the man online. They went to a little winery, wine tasting. You know, we, we've had wine tasting dates on this show before, mm-hmm. and it's always a situation where some people are, wine is everything to them. Some people it's not. Is that a deal breaker or is that something that's tough? Brandon says, I mean, yeah, she definitely knew more than I did, but it was not like awkward or she was sticking her nose out to me or nose up or pinkies out or whatever. <laughs> whatever. I don't know. I'm not fancy. I wonder if, um, I don't, I mean, we didn't ask him this, but I'm thinking like, do you think he was just being a goofball the whole time? I wondered that. Maybe yeah. making her feel a little annoyed. I mean, I don't know. I didn't get the sense though that Brandon was a goofball. Like if he would have right. joined us and like, hey dudes, then I would have been a little bit worried. But he did uh, say that she's really special. He says, you know, there's just something different about Maddie. He really liked that she did. He say like takes charge or she she knows well, what she wants. He said that you know he dates a lot and a lot of times it's arguing or going back and forth about what restaurant. And she was like, boom, let's go to this winery. Let's yeah. make it happen. And he likes that about her. I I would love that someone to make decisions for me. Sign <laughs> me up, man, for real. All right. All right, let's we've got Maddie's number. Let's talk to Maddie. Hello. Hello, is this Maddie? Yes, this is she. Maddie, this is uh Joanne Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Hello, how are you? Um, I'm sorry, who? This is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. Okay. We, 
Okay, so we hi. Ha- so we host a we host hi. a morning hi. We host a morning radio show. I know this is weird. We're calling you, but let's catch you up. Um, on our show, we try to help people with their dating life, and we were reached out to by a guy named Brandon that you guys went to a winery. Is that correct? Did we got the right person? You went out with Brandon. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently you're okay. not calling him back. That's what that's what Brandon told us. He goes, hey, I like this girl. He said you were special. Apparently you have dropped contact, and we're just trying to figure out why, what happened. Oh, um, well, I mean, that's sweet of him to say. I mean, I, I liked him, but, I mean, he, he he just didn't leave, like, a voicemail or anything. Okay, so he call, He told us he called you a couple times. Um, he, he didn't leave a message? Did you want right. him I to mean, leave a message? Me, like, he called me twice, but he didn't like leave a voicemail or anything. And I mean, if a guy calls me, I kind of gauge interest on whether or not he takes the trouble to leave a voicemail message. Oh, ah. so, so you knew it's not like you just got two missed calls from a random number. You know that Brandon called you, but you want him to leave a voicemail? I mean, yeah, I've. Uh, in my dating history, has indicated that if a guy leaves a voicemail message, then he took he like took the hmm. time to leave a message to let you know that he's interested. Whereas, like, if a guy right. just calls and like doesn't leave a message, it's like I kind of care, I kind of want to hang out with you again. But you know, if a guy leaves a message, oh. I mean, that's a really good indication that you know he he's actually really interested in hanging out with you again. So, so you like Brandon, and you would go out with him again if he had left a message. Is that what I'm understanding. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just like one of my hard and fast rules. I mean, I just, wow, I mean, Maddie. my experience indicates the good ones always leave voicemail messages. Dang. Oh, man, okay. I haven't, I haven't heard of this before. So, <laughs> Me either. Because I, I kind of get it. Like I kind of see what you're so, saying. This is a rule you live by where if you've gone out with other guys and if they leave the voicemail, that's like the check in the box. Okay. I'll see them again. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely feel that way for sure. Yeah, because like if they don't, then it just feels like too casual. I mean, like really, what you're looking for with a guy, you know, if you want something to last or something to seem like, you know, like it's real, is that like that adoration? And you really like adoration is directly tied with how interested they are. How interested they are is whether or not they leave a voicemail message. Well. Maddie, you are well thought wow. out. There's this a is science not, yeah, behind there it. There is a science. <laughs> I, I feel smarter listening to you. I also know that <laughs> immediately, Maddie, people are going to think that this is crazy. Have you gotten pushback from friends that think this rule is just too strict? Yes, at first, until they saw it work. You have huh. success stories on this. Now, did he text you at all, or was this just he sent? He he didn't send a voicemail, but he called. Just call, no voicemail, no text. And again, text, I kind of like, it depends on the text. If it's like <laughs> really like, I mean, if it's okay. like a thought out, like I had a, a really lot of effort. Yeah. You again. Yeah. If there's effort and it's been thought out. One one more question. You didn't intentionally miss his calls, right? Or do you purposely miss the call oh. to see if they leave a voicemail? Or was this just an innocent, you didn't have your phone on you at the two times he called? Um, I would say like if I'm, I'm I'm doing something, even if it's like you know if it's my time, like I'm watching TV, whatever, like I might not answer it and see if they leave a voice message. You know, I, I don't I don't okay. necessarily use it as a test, but I think it does. I mean, it looks that way. Maddie, let's yeah. <laughs> She's when, like now that I when say that it. when that red button comes on and you hit the decline, you hit that decline. This is this is <laughs> impressive. I'm not hating on you, but I do know that people are going to think this is pretty intense. We have a chance to hear Brandon's voice, not in a voicemail, but live because Brandon is with us on the other line. And I am really interested to know what he thinks about this. This is his chance, maybe, to realize this rule. Brandon, hello. You didn't leave a voicemail. 
Hi. Yeah. So, uh, what? The voicemail? <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I can't I'm remember. I, like, I get that you're, you know, whatever. But, like, the thing is, is that it works. I mean, I've seen when, you know, somebody's really interested, they leave a voicemail message. I mean, we talk about dating and how much dating we've done and how, like, how it can be such grueling and a waste of time. And this is how I figured out wow. how to make something, you know, make sure that something's meaningful. But we had, I mean, we had like hours of meaningful conversation, and, and then I just don't leave a voicemail. Who even leaves voicemails anymore? Like, <laughs> That's I a good point. I, I haven't left a voicemail in a long time. time. I left a voicemail. Well, I mean, I think that, like, again, text, voicemail, something that's not just like, oh, she didn't answer, I'm not going to do anything. Oh, Man. she didn't answer, I'm not going to do anything. Like, you know what I mean? That, that shows a lack of interest. It shows a, I mean, like, no offense, but it shows a laziness. I'm, I, uh, I just, I mean, I enjoyed talking with you the other night, so I would want to talk with you again, not, not to your voicemail. So, the only people I know who still leave voicemails are like my parents. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, let me know me. that it's them. I mean, like, if I were to do that, I would leave a voicemail. Uh, yeah. So, Brandon, you obviously, I mean, Maddie, you heard all of what she said before we even brought you on. You heard her talk about how. You know, there's a science behind it, and she believes it shows that you're interested. I definitely am like Brandon, where I rarely leave voicemails. I mean, I will call friends three times in a row and maybe not even leave a voicemail before I do that. Yeah. Is this something, Maddie, that after hearing, I mean, I don't even know if Brandon's admitting he'll leave voicemails now, uh, but he clearly is interested in you, and outside of not leaving a voicemail, are you willing to make an exception to your rule here, or is this still? Or are you just done? Honestly, I feel kind of like the fact that he called you makes it an exception because this shows effort, which oh, I really appreciate. Um, it's kind of that is odd. True. I mean, like, I feel like somebody would leave a voicemail or send a text <laughs> before they'd call a radio station, but, you know, it is effort. Okay, well then, Brandon, do you still want to go out with Maddie after all of this? If I call, will you answer? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, if I'm not... Like, directly, baby, and I don't mean, like, talking to you or whatever, then, yes, yes, I'll answer. Well, this is what we just did. If you guys don't realize, we just left a voicemail that thousands of people are listening to at the same time. So that's pretty impressive. We'll get you guys (laughs) set up on another date. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time for the good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's get your good stuff on your Feel Good Friday, the Feel Good Stories of the Week. We have a new Guinness World Record, Lauren. For, I don't know what the phrase or how to describe this. It is the most premature born baby in the planet Earth's history. I guess technically as long as Guinness World Records have been around. A baby was born. Now, we talked a couple weeks about like one of the most premature babies born and like turned one. Mm -hmm. Well, like two weeks later, the next baby was born at 21 weeks in one day. Oh, my word. That's amazing because I think they say... The gestational age of viability, I think, is what basically doctors project that the baby could survive if born at, I think, 26 or 27 weeks. So that's amazing. 21 weeks in one day, 148 days. Uh, The baby was due on November 11th, was born on the 5th of July. My gosh, that's terrifying as a parent. Yeah, think about like when you were celebrating the 4th of July Mm -hmm. and having the baby that was due on Veterans Day. And think how long of a time that's wow. been. You've had By all the way, these different I things. I think World Premature Baby Day was like yesterday or oh, the day maybe before. That's, maybe that's why this uh, story was 
on the goodnewsnetwork.com. I thought that was pretty cool. So, yeah, uh, they even did a whole picture with the Guinness World Record and this tiny, little baby. Do you have the weight, like the size of the baby? Oh, yeah. It weighed, I know it weighed uh, as a, as heavy as a volleyball. It was like 40 some. I it wasn't even a pound. But it was. Well, as, it couldn't be. Yeah, it was as heavy as a volleyball, which or as light as a volleyball, I guess I wow. should say, which is pretty crazy. Uh, you know, parents are proud of their kids pretty much no matter what. But you would be very proud if your kid was this 12-year-old. His name is Abraham Olagabigai. I think I'm saying that right. Well, he had a bone marrow transplant at the age of 12 and a rare blood disease that he had been born with, and it might prove fatal. Well, during his illness, Make-A-Wish mm-hmm. qualified him to do Make-A-Wish. Now, this is where you get to choose whatever you want, right? You want to go to Disney World for a week. You want to meet Tom Brady. You want to do whatever, right? You can do all those things with Make-A-Wish. It's basically these kids who get to decide anything. He decided that he wanted to show thanks. His wish was to feed the homeless in his area one day a month for an entire year. Wow. Think about that. That was the kid's wish. You're he could have done me. anything. He could have met a celebrity. He could have been in a movie. He could have done whatever. His wow. wish, he chose for his area that he wanted to feed the homeless in his area one day a month for an entire year. That is so amazing. That's what's going How on. proud are you of your child when yep. that's what they choose? You know, because you're right. Kids could do anything. Remember the kid? Oh, man, I still remember. It went viral. The guy, the Batman. Yeah, he boy, wanted to be Batman for a day. They turned everything into Gotham City. Yep. In that San was Francisco. so, so cool. This is going to make you cry. A bride surprises her blind groom by wearing a special tactile wedding dress. My mind was blown, the groom said. So, Kelly Ann married Anthony Ferraro. And when they decided to tie the knot, she said, well, how do I do this? My husband, the groom, is blind. And so many times, it's all about when the bride is walking down the aisle and the groom is at the altar seeing the bride Mm -hmm. for the first time. Well, he's not going to have that experience of seeing her. So she specially made a wedding dress with Braille on the front that was a love note from her to him. So, I know, man. so sweet. So she comes up and he feels the front of the dress. Well, now, hang on. Where was the Braille at? I am not sure. (laughs) Yeah, Because no sweet, maybe that should have been by a closed door. Yeah, maybe it was, uh, let's say on the belly, because I don't know. You're right. (laughs) If it was on the chest, that would have made things awkward. Don't ruin this moment. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the video is this blind groom, and he's feeling around the front, and he's reading in Braille a love note from her to him. I know. Oh, that is so sweet. It's getting misty in here, man. It's getting dusty. Gosh, can I throw in my own good stuff, please? Yeah, sure. I Let's break, story. break the rules. Go Hang ahead. On. No, no, I had no, a that's story fine. I wanted to share, and yeah. I meant to bring this up. Yeah, do it. So I think the Today Show uh, posted about it. There's this uh, these two women who in high school, and I don't know where they were at. I don't have the story in front of me. Two women uh, grew up together, went to high school together, became yeah. best friends, and they both got pregnant around the same time okay. back in the day. They're like a month apart. They have pictures of these two moms, both at baby showers, pregnant together. They have their babies, a boy and a girl. The boy and the girl grow up together. They go to kindergarten together. They go to school together. They become best friends growing up. They go to prom together. They get married. Oh, they got married. Yes. Isn't that the sweetest thing? So these two moms, best friends in high school, have babies at the same time. Those babies end up marrying each other. We always joke about that. We have have two good friends that we all have kids around the same age. And And I always make the joke like, oh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. We'll be in-laws. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. Sometimes I want to be a voice for the voiceless. I want to defend those that no one wants to defend. And I want to defend Kelly Stafford. If you don't know who Kelly Stafford is, she is the wife of L.A. Ram quarterback, former Detroit Lion quarterback, Matthew Stafford, right? NFL quarterback wife. 
and she is getting roasted all over the internet, and I actually want to defend her. So, the on Monday Night Football, the Rams played the Niners, and it was a terrible game, and it was a blowout and everything. The Niners won easily, which was weird and odd, and no one expected that to Because aren't the Rams happen. doing pretty good? Rams are doing really good. Yeah. Really good time. Matthew Stafford's doing great, whatever. So, apparently, on Instagram, someone made this long comment. It was Instagram, Twitter, whatever, that basically called out Kelly Stafford, the wife of the L.A. Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford, for throwing a pretzel at a Niner fan. <laughs> now, I shouldn't laugh. She, she threw the pretzel? She threw a pretzel at a fan. Kelly Stafford did, mm-hmm. right? Which I imagine has to deal with, okay, the team's losing. Her husband was playing terrible. He was playing awful. People realized, oh, my gosh, that's the wife of the quarterback. Let's razz her. And so she got so angry that she threw a pretzel. She puts out a big apology that says, you know, I was getting harassed. The things that I hear at games sometimes are awful. It was inexcusable, all that. And everyone's like, how dare she? How can you not have control? Don't you know that's part of the game? Like, I get angry at games. I'm not throwing pretzels. I'm defending Kelly Stafford. For all the <laughs> crap that she probably puts up with, throwing a pretzel at somebody's not the end of the world. Did she injure anybody? Like, what it's was the result? I'm my, just saying. My argument is, it's a pretzel. <laughs> Throw a pretzel. It's a pretzel. I would be... I would be so excited if someone threw a pretzel at my head. I just got a free $7 concession. Who's laughing now? I'm the one that just got free food. Yeah, but if you throw it hard enough, that could knock someone out. A pretzel? Possibly. A pretzel's not going to knock anybody out. (laughs) No way. A hot dog could do more damage. Okay. Right? That's that's at Uh, least, you can get some aerodynamics on the wiener, and that could just land on you. (laughs) But a pretzel is not going to be a problem. Yeah, but the salt could get in your eyes, and all of a sudden now you're blind. Thanks to the yeah, quarterback's I mean, wife. You've seen those salt chunks? They they're are, like they're enormous. Hold on. We cannot be throwing out things like that. I have no idea if it was salted or unsalted. Well, if it no wasn't clue. salted, then she deserved to I, throw that thing I'm, because I'm, I'm, I'm nobody not, should be eating that. I'm not advocating that at now pretzels need to be flying at any stadium. Like Joey says, just throw them away. <laughs> like, no. But what a waste though. Truly, being a wife, girlfriend, partner, whatever of an NFL player or NBA player, the harassment you probably get at games is unreal. It probably happens. Now, home games, they're in a suite normally. But road games, the suites are normally sold out. Maybe you don't want to spend money. So sometimes, like, the players' wives are right there in the stands. That's what I was just going to ask. I was going to ask, what is the status level for a partner, a spouse, a girlfriend, whoever, for an NFL player to get a suite? Because you're not going to see Sierra, wife of Russell Wilson, in the stands at an NFL stadium. She's not mucking it up in the line for the (laughs) ladies' room. But Kelly Stafford... Who is also a wife of an, an NFL quarterback? What's the difference? Yeah, I, is it because she's Sierra? You no, know what I, mean? I, I mean I think it was a road game, and maybe maybe yeah. she's like, ah, eh, for road games, I don't, I whatever, I'm not going to pay that that price. I'm just going to go All in right. the stands. A couple of things. I'm not defending her because unfortunately, that's what happens when you are in that position. People are going to heckle you. you. Can't throw a pretzel. You you got to keep your composure. It's a pretzel. Eat the pretzel. I'm actually disappointed in her. So, Eat the pretzel. So you're, you're, you don't want to cancel her. Everyone wants <laughs> no, to cancel her. Okay. Absolutely not. I'm sure, you know, that's what happens. You get passionate, tensions rise, whatever. I could see I, you throwing I, a pretzel. I, I could see myself doing I could see you throwing a pretzel, uh, yeah, no problem. Because sometimes things just really, really get under your skin. Right? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I just I, I struggle with this because it's like I don't want to justify violence. I, I think a pretzel is a soft enough. If it was nachos, no way. Those those chips are sharp. 
Nachos, no Cut way. Cut your face up. I, I even think hot dog could get messy. No way. A pretzel is fine. It didn't even have cheese on it, probably. So you're not even yeah. getting messy. Now, I, I really don't want to upset people here because I know there are a lot of Niner fans that listen to our show. But I will say, I have heard through the grapevine oh, here we go. that Niner fans and, are nasty. Everyone has stadium. nasty fans. Seahawks have saying. nasty fans. Niners have nasty fans. Everyone. I know, Broncos I know have nasty everybody fans. does, but... Wasn't there somebody who got stabbed by a Niner fan at I a think, game once? I think fans <laughs> just are fans. It's short for fanatic. So I guess my, that's true. My thing is, oh, you're gonna you're gonna harass somebody the whole time, and then you're shocked when you get a pretzel thrown in your face. I mean, a part of me is like you're kind of dishing it out. You may have to take now, a pretzel. Now, if this were anybody else, I don't think this person would be freaking out as much. But I think it's because yeah, oh, it's the quarterback's sure. wife. For sure. I think they want something out of oh, it. Oh, I think so. I think they want to sign football, front row or sideline <laughs> passes because the wife threw a threw a freaking pretzel at him. I don't this know. This is I'm, why if I go to NFL games, I'm not going to the opposing no way, uh, no. arena or Same. stadium. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm team pretzel thrower. I'm going to say it. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's That Awkward Moment. You call us and tell us awkward things that happen in your life. Danny, awkward times at a Halloween party. Halloween parties can be awkward. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been to a few where I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. hello. You get the overdressed, <laughs> you get the underdressed, you get the weirdly dressed, you get all that You get the no-dressed. Yeah, you get the no-dressed. <laughs> I had a friend constantly, no matter what. No, I'm not going. I'm not dressed up. No, 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 no. Okay, fine, I'll go, but I'm not going to be dressed up. And then when people are like, who are you? They're like, I'm myself. I'm yeah. me. I'm, I'm a, Michael. I'm a middle-aged man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Danny's going to tell us a very, she said a very awkward moment at a Halloween party. Hello, Danny. Hello. Thank Hello. you for joining us. Yeah, in your message, you put very awkward in all caps. So I'm, I'm imagining this is yeah. pretty good. Very, very, very awkward. Okay, okay. so what happened? Um, so our neighbors throw this Halloween party every year. It's, it's adults. It's sort of, so it's, it's a few days before they or before Thanksgiving, before Halloween, <laughs> and um, they invite every like everybody's invited, but it's not a kid thing. Okay. So got it. We're there. We're all dressed up, and my husband was wearing a scream mask. It's a pretty easy sort of yeah costume to pull off. Mm-hmm. But you know, I had a drink and I was feeling kind of loose and fun or whatever. So I pulled. Uh, this scream mask down and started kissing who I thought was my husband. Not my husband. No! Random dude. Yeah, another guy in a scream mask. (laughs) I mean, I was like, ah! It was so crazy. It was so, so, I was so embarrassed. Like, and I don't even know this guy. Well, even if I did, maybe that'd be worse. Yeah, I don't know. What's worse? I was so, oh, and for a second... He was kissing me back, I think. And I'm thinking, and this guy is, I think, is single. And I'm like, what do you think? People are coming up to you randomly and, like, yep. so hot they were screaming Yeah, he must have been, like, you? Like, must I, have been yeah. like, oh, this is a good night for me. Yeah, man, I love these Halloween parties. <laughs> and you're right. No one thinks you're sexy in a scream mask. Like, that's not a costume that really gets the people going, I don't think. So you, you kiss this guy. What do you say? What do you do? You just, do you scream? No pun intended. I did. <laughs> I mean, I was so, well, I was not, it was not a good, like, I wish I had handled it better, right? Yeah. It, like, in the moment, um, I did not handle I, it well. like, I just kind of yep. freaked out. Nice to see you. Now, did <laughs> your husband, was really bad. did your husband yeah. see this go down or did you have to explain it to him? Do you laugh it off? I mean, at this point, what's done is done. I mean, yeah. you've kissed the dude. He obviously kissed back. Well, he, so he wasn't around and I, my friend was there and I was kind of like, oh, like this. And he came over and was like, what's, what's up? And I was like, 
I couldn't even get the words out. My friend was like, oh, yeah, she kissed, a, she, you know, she kissed <laughs> she, another guy. Danny she kissed the guy. You and probably made like, that guy's what? night. And then I had to explain. Kind of funny, I guess, looking I, back on it. I yeah. think it's worse to explain because, like, I know if, Lauren, you came up to me and was like, by the way, I kissed another guy at the Halloween party. You would, you would like, want to, uh, obviously you trust them, but you're like, well, how did this happen? Yeah. Seeing it would almost feel better because you'd be like, okay, you clearly thought I was the guy underneath the screen well, mask. You go. Yeah. And he, he must be like the same height as your husband or kind of the same build. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. you're kind of wearing that, it's like yeah. a cape thing, right? It kind of covers yeah. your whole body almost with the, and then the yeah, mask, yeah, right? Yeah, it's very, it's very covering. Yeah, they were easily, easily confused. And it was a little dark also. And I had a drink, and yeah. I'm such a lightweight. All I have to do Got is, it. like, look at a beer, and then it's over. You know? Like, oh, so anybody anybody in the screen mask is my, is my husband. Well, Danny, thanks so much for the call. And uh, that's probably the first time you've kissed a stranger since being married, maybe? It is. Okay, good. I would, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to answer that yeah, question if it no, wasn't. Yeah, no, I think. No. <laughs> well, thanks so much for the call. Uh, have wow. you kissed a stranger? Like, I mean, Me? you kissed a stranger. Yeah, yeah, I know you've kissed a stranger, but like, have you kissed a stranger thinking with somebody else? Uh, no, I've never mistakenly kissed the wrong person. Okay. I've come up behind somebody and gave him a hug. Yeah. Like, I've done some, something like that. Well, we've had people in that awkward moment that, like, at the grocery store will go, like, oh, you'll go to hug or you maybe even, you grab you know, a tushy. Yeah, you and grab, you're like, a, oh, that's grab not a my cheek wife. or something. Exactly. <laughs> I've never done that. Uh, when I was a kid, I did do the mommy and definitely hugged a woman mm. that was not my mom. Yep. But I've never accidentally kissed. But the scream mask, I mean, it is it is all encompassing. It kind of covers you up and you just don't know what you're getting. Maybe, you know, every guy listening right now is like, that's what I'm going to do next year. I'm going to just be screaming. Maybe a random woman will give me a kiss. <laughs> Have you accidentally kissed the wrong person by mistake? We want to hear your stories. It, maybe it was at a Halloween party or not. Let us know. We'll get to your answers. That awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. We just talked to Danny on the show. Uh, when you accidentally kiss the wrong person. Now, that seems odd, but at party situations or crowds, sometimes maybe you've made that move and you kiss the wrong person. Because Danny uh, was at a Halloween party. Her husband was dressed up like Scream in a Scream mask. Well, so was somebody else. And she went up. She said she had like one drink, but she's a lightweight. So she was loosey-goosey and, uh, and kissed a random dude. That was not her husband. <laughs> so have you kissed somebody random? Uh, Andrew just heard this story. He has also kissed somebody random. Hello, Andrew. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so you heard Danny's story. You also have kissed a uh, not your spouse or somebody you thought was your spouse. Yes, unfortunately, I've uh, you know I've gone through this similar kind of embarrassing <laughs> story here. So what happened? Um, so this maybe like two or three years ago. Um, we were, my wife, my kids, we were all over at my, uh, my parents' house uh, on Sunday to watch football. It's kind of, you know, playoff time. You know, my dad and my mom, they like to, you know, throw, you know, a lunch and, you know, have people over. And we just mm-hmm. all watch football. Um, so, you know, we're watching the game. You know, there's food everywhere. I'm, you know, I'm standing behind the couch, you know, standing, eating, watching the game. And, you know... Uh, you know, a big play comes in, and, you know, they make this – I can't even remember what the play was, but they made this great catch, and we're all celebrating. I lean forward to kiss this person who I assume is my wife right in front of me on the couch, and to my surprise, it's 
my 75 year old neighbor who is like best friends with my mom. Oh, that ain't even close, dude. So she's, not even close. she's sitting on the couch. You're, I'm trying to picture this. You're standing behind the couch. And so when this like big moment down? happens, you kind of bend over and give a smooch <laughs> to who you Correct. thought was your you wife. Know, I'm standing right behind her. You know, my eyes are glued to the TV. I look down in front of me, I, you know, Similar hair yeah. color, similar hair shape. Like and 30 you know, years difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I immediately knew when my lips touched her cheek, which you can feel the 30-year difference there. Oh, I the- knew that that was not my wife. <laughs> so the cheek. Oh. <laughs> so you kissed the cheek, which I guess is that's fine. Like, that's innocent. Eh. That could be kind of cute. Like, I don't know that it's that was big it, of a deal. What kind of a kiss on the cheek was this? I mean, what, this is a big smack. This wasn't, yeah, this wasn't one of those, like, you know, peck on the cheeks. You know when you give your you know your yeah. wife or whoever one of those, like, sloppy, like, oh. side of the cheek kisses, you know? Yeah, it was... It was one of those. So even feeling it, you yeah, knew but, the feeling on your lips of the what the wrinkles or something. But could you imagine if you were kissing her on the lips, like like Danny? Isn't that what happened with her? She starts yeah. kissing a guy yeah. like on the mouth, and it's like not her husband. Oh my gosh, that would have been way worse, Andrew. That's that's still bad though. Yeah. I mean, it's your you said your mom's friend. Yeah, I mean she's lived down the street for years. I've known this woman my whole life, so it's, it was just so awkward. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was it was finally your moment. She's like, finally, Andrew makes a move. That's what I've been waiting for this entire time. Yeah, wow. I can't believe you did it in public. All right, Andrew, thanks for the call, man. That's uh, appreciate that. And every time you see your mom's friend, it's always like, I've kissed those cheeks before. <laughs> Yeah, thanks so much for the call. So uh, you can text us as well. 68719, want to hear from you? Yeah, I'm trying to summarize some of these. So this one says, says, years ago, the power went out during a snowstorm and it was pitch dark. I was with a bunch of friends and my boyfriend. And while we were sitting around, I wanted to be romantic and kind of. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there you go. It says, and kind of sneaky. So I grabbed my boyfriend by the cheeks and tried to give him a big kiss. And I knew immediately when my lips touched the lips, that it was Could actually tell, like, with an lips? old friend of mine. We've had multiple people kind of yeah. say that. It's like, oh, yeah, you can tell when it's not the person you're normally kissing. Oh yeah, gosh. 100%, because you're you're just used to it, right? Yeah. Like muscle memory. You're used to that face. <sighs> and so, yeah, she said she accidentally kissed an old friend uh, that was at the party. You know, Andrew, actually, his story is not terrible. I mean, a football game, you know, you're kind of acting irrationally when your team scores or whatever. Yeah, I think he's being too hard on himself because I think – that that's more of a funny kind of cute laugh it off because it's a kiss on yeah. the cheek, right? It's an old friend. It'd be worse if it was a stranger. Oh, totally. Right? And I, I, I think too, maybe part of it is just you'd kiss someone with such a big age gap. Maybe feels a little bit weirder. I don't know. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren on demand. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. I've got your uh, Joey life hack today. The next time you're angry, Remember the simple fact that your mouth does act quicker than your brain. And so try to take one deep breath before saying anything. So the mouth is quicker than the brain. So that's why sometimes when you say things, this is basically our show in a nutshell. Oh, and it's you in a nutshell. You said when you're angry? Yeah, when you're angry. Yeah, if we're ever in a tiff, an argument, or whatever, you'll say something so outlandish I'm very and wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. So much drama. If there was a live cam in our house while we're arguing or fighting about something, 
Joey's like the most dramatic person of all time. We'll get in a fight and I'll end it by being like, well, fine, then I guess you just need a new husband. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be like we're we're arguing about where to put the milk in yeah, the fridge. Yeah. And you're like, fine. fine. I'm I guess you married divorced. the wrong person. I'm like, excuse me. Take happened. a deep breath, please. Yeah. So uh, just think. Now, I don't know if, you, if you're in a big fight, that's going to take a long time to go. <sighs> All right, I think this, and then the next person. Yeah, clear your head. The, but, honestly, I think the healthiest thing, at least for us, is when one, one of us gets really mad or heated, just take five minutes. Take yeah. five minutes away from each other. Just take a deep breath. Five minutes, clear your head, and then you come back, and maybe you're a little more level-headed. But the problem maybe. is when you're in the middle of a fight, no one wants to leave. Like, you don't want to just leave the well, room. Well, and I got to get the last word. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's all yeah. the things, Yeah, right? so if I'm leaving to take my five minutes, Lauren says something like, oh, you know what, blah, 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 and then it, it starts the whole fight again. <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm gonna, we're going to talk about this tweet that I printed out <laughs> in freaking font 88. I don't know what happened to our printer <laughs> at the office. Why enormous I don't know, but I, I I screenshotted this on my phone, this tweet that everyone's been talking about, and I put it on a, a piece of paper. Yeah, but oh, literally, I see it. it's an entire piece of paper for one tweet, but I'm going to read it because okay. uh, yeah, it's constant. Yeah, you're wasting trees. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, by the way, let me give credit where it's due. This is uh, Mishbag22 is her, is her Twitter account name. Okay. This is what she says in all caps, by the way. Don't invite me out for your birthday if I have to pay for my own food. If you want me there to celebrate your birthday, then you can pay the whole tab. If you don't want to pay for 20 people's dinners, don't invite 20 people out for your birthday. Don't at me. I will die on this hill. And then also responded and says, people are reacting to this, but when I was six years old and I got invited to a birthday party, my parents weren't paying for it. The hosts were. That is true. Oh, man, I, that's that's really tough. So she's saying you invite me out for your birthday. You pay for me, yes. not me pay for you or not me pay for myself. If you don't, this is, again, the line. Don't invite me out for your birthday if I have to pay for my own food. If you don't want to pay for 20 people's dinners, don't invite 20 people out for your birthday. Yeah, what are most people saying on this? Everyone's saying the opposite. No, no, no. If someone invites you to their birthday, you pay for their meal. Now, everyone pays uh, for so themselves. don't expect that. I wouldn't expect that if it's my birthday. I mean, it'd be oh, nice. I, I wouldn't leave the restaurant on my birthday if someone didn't pay for me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, but I don't think you should go in just assuming someone's going to pay for you. If I but I do think people should pay for themselves. 100%. If I am celebrating my birthday, I am expecting someone to pick up my tab. I would be shocked, shocked if on my birthday dinner at a restaurant, I had to pay for myself. I would be living. Man, now I'm trying to think, have I done this for other people on their birthday? You, you, I had to, To me, right? it's so easy. If if I get a text from my friend and he says, and he invites me, and the, the problem is she, going, she says, you're inviting me to dinner that I'm going to have to pay for. In every other scenario, if you get invited to dinner, you're probably getting paid for not doing the paying. Mm-hmm. But if I get a text from my buddy, so my buddy Chris or whatever, and he texts me and says, hey, I'm doing a birthday dinner tonight. I am going there with the assumption that we'll either all split up his bill or someone will pay for him because he's the birthday boy. But you're not expecting your bill to be paid. No, 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 Even though you were invited to a birthday. Now, this is interesting because if if you go to a birthday party at someone's house, say your friend's wife is throwing your friend a birthday party, you go to their house, all the food is provided. You're not paying to eat the food that they're providing at the house. I, it's a, I know it's a weird thing. It's a weird if if I invite people to my house for my birthday. You're right. We do the cake. We do the food. We do all of that. Now they bring a gift. Maybe that's the exchange rate. 
It's like I give you a free taco and a slice of cake. You give me a gift card to Cabela's, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but but if I invite my friends over to a restaurant for my birthday dinner, certainly I'm not paying for them, and I'm expecting my bill to get picked up. I'm the birthday boy. That's just how it is, right? This is hard. I think there needs to be a hard and fast rule on a lot of things because I think we're always tiptoeing around the fact, okay, well, who does this? Who's reaching for the check? Yep, Who's yep. reaching for the bill? Because it's the same thing if a coworker's like, hey, do you want to go grab lunch? Who pays? Do you split or does the person who invited pay? Uh, I think if you say I'm grabbing lunch, do you want to come along? That is, you're paying for yourself. But if you say let me l- let me take you to lunch, if someone is taking me to lunch, but I don't. Yeah, I- if you say take you to lunch, See, then you got to pay. The problem is, if it's my birthday, someone should be organizing my birthday dinner at a restaurant, not me. Right. Like it should not be myself organizing it because you're right. It is a weird thing to text somebody, "Hey, come out to dinner and but- celebrate me and celebrate yeah. me." Yeah. But uh, there's no way I would ex- – <laughs> now, as a kid, people are saying, well, wait a second. Yeah, when you're a kid, a point. When you're a kid and you get invited to Chuck E. Cheese, the parents, the parents of the birthday girl or boy or whatever, are paying for the Chuck E. Cheese tab. Still? Though? Yeah. Like, is that still a thing now? I think so. Nowadays, because I, I feel like a lot of times the parents of the birthday girl or boy will say, you know, invite, and then they'll tell the parents, you need it's this much to pay to, to I, get I don't them know. In. I would be shocked if I if if I got invited to a birthday dinner, I'm not sitting there going, well, birthday boy's paying for me as they're celebrating their day of birth. Yeah, I, I actually think she's crazy too because I if, if it's my birthday, I'm not going to go and pay yeah. for everybody else. Yeah. Who cares if you don't know the lyrics? It's time for karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's play karaoke. You sing in the car with us. Today's contestants, two-on-one. We have Crystal and Janessa. What's going on, guys? Just headed to school. Oh, headed to school. All right, so we're in the drop-off line. We're going to be singing our hearts out. You're going against me today. So, Lauren, explain the rules really quick of karaoke. I think they're going against me oh, you're today. Right. They are going I was against- like, I did Sorry. not prepare songs, so hopefully. I'm sitting here looking at my sheet, and I've got songs written down in my I'm like, handwriting. Uh, I, didn't know. I did not know this. You are going against Lauren today. So, uh, here's how the game works I'm going to be playing a part of a song. It's going to stop, and you guys have to finish singing it, all right? All right. Okay, do you guys want to start, or do you want Lauren to start? We'll start. Oh, I like Ooh, it. Get off okay. on the right foot. All right, your guys' first song is Without Me by Halsey. Now. <laughs> Pressure's on, Lauren. Your okay. first song, Elton John, Dua Lipa, Cold Heart. I think you already got me with this song. Have I really? I'm pretty sure you did. Dang it. And I think it's gonna be a long, long night until touchdown brings me back Ooh. here tonight. I think it's gonna be a long, 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 long time. <laughs> Hey, we're going to give it to Crystal and Janessa. Do you guys want to give her the point? Yeah, I give her the oh, point. Okay. Really? So we're t- we're I would tied. not have given you the point. <laughs> <We are> t- <laughs> that shows you how nice Lauren is. All right, Crystal and Janessa, your guys' second song is I Can't Feel My Face by The Weeknd. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Woo! 
but I like it. Oh, oh, oh. It's I love it. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I love it. All right, so. I love it. You said like it. Oh, that was good. This means that Lauren needs to get this right. Kings and Queens by Ava Max. Because I have a microphone right in front yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah. Why, why use an actual <laughs> microphone when you can use a Sharpie? That's what you need. Well, guess what? We're still going to hook you guys up. Way to go, Crystal and Janessa. Perfect two for two, all right? You beat me anyway on that first one. So. It's, Thank you. You bet. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is time for What Did We Learn? As we wrap up the show, we read some texts. We discussed this birthday situation. This lady went viral on Twitter she tweeted out, don't invite me out for your birthday if I have to pay for my own food. If you want me there to celebrate your birthday, then you can pay the whole tab. And, of course, most people are saying the opposite. If you're at dinner and it's someone's birthday, you pay for them. But then everyone else goes, well, wait a second. If you're inviting someone to dinner, that's kind of like, hey, uh, everyone come to dinner and I'll eat for free. Right. Like, that's a little messed up. You've ignited people this morning. I've just been reading through some of these texts throughout the show. This text says... That woman is absolutely insane. She should not expect for her meal to be covered at someone else's birthday dinner. And she has, by the way, this woman on Twitter has responded and she said, guys, when you're a kid and you get invited to Chuck E. Cheese, your parents aren't paying for the Chuck E. Cheese. It's the people that hosted the birthday. That's not always the case, though. Is it? Growing up, I remember I was invited to a birthday party at a theme park. The parents weren't, my friend's parents weren't paying for everybody. That's expensive. And so... It was kind of part of the thing. Like, if you want to come, we have, like, a discounted rate or something that your parents can cover. Got it. I mean, if you're lucky and you have a friend who would be willing to pay for everybody, but I don't think that's a good argument now. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as adults. As Again, if there's 10 of you at the restaurant, you all can't split the birthday person's bill 10 ways? Then you got your own problems. It's pay 16 cents. Yeah, because like, doesn't she says that she shouldn't have to pay no. for the birthday girl or boy. Not or only that, she doesn't want to pay for her own meal. She's like, if you want me to come celebrate your birthday, you better be paying. Yeah, this text says, I don't feel like I should have to pay for you to celebrate me. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> it's so odd. Uh, this text says, it's funny you guys bring this up. On my birthday last year, I paid for the whole table to have a round of drinks. Well, then I hope it's your birthday every Friday night because that's incredible. So the only thing I can compare this to, and I've always thought this is interesting, in golf, if you're golfing and you get a hole in one, you are supposed to go to the clubhouse and buy drinks for everybody. But Wait, what I, you're the one who got the hole in one? Yes. And that's what I find interesting. Shouldn't the person that got the hole-in-one be rewarded by a free drink? But it's very tradition. If you get a hole-in-one, or even some people, if they have a really, really good shot like a birdie, they'll say, all right, round's on me because I had a good shot. Part of me is like, I'm the I'm the special one. No, you should one. celebrate me, especially <laughs> if you're playing like in a scramble because then your hole-on-one really yeah, helps everybody know, that's right? playing with you. So that always confuses me. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren On Demand.